Welcome to Raise the Line with Osmosis.org, seeking solutions with leading experts on how to increase healthcare capacity so people can get the care they need during the COVID-19 crisis and beyond. Hi, I'm Shivani. We've been fortunate to speak to many medical educators in the United States over the past two years on Raise Line about the state of medical education and how learning has been impacted by the COVID pandemic. Today, we're gonna to broaden our scope on these topics to Central Asia with the help of two officials from the Samarkand State Medical Institute in Uzbekistan. We have Mazuna Nasruddinova, who is in the Vice Rector's Office for Science and Innovation, and Dr. Muzaffar Anayev, who's a leading specialist of the Department of Scientific Research and Innovations. Thank you both for taking the time to be with us today. Thank you, also. And we'd like to start by hearing the stories of our guests can you explain what made you personally interested in becoming a medical educator, going into medicine and doing health education? Actually, Samarkand State uh, Medical University is alma mater for me. So I studied here and I graduated my bachelor degree here. So when I was a student, uh, on the other hand, uh, I was a doctor. And at the same time, I wanted to be doctor and a medical educator also. And for this reason, after working one year as an ambulance doctor in Uzbekistan, I studied my master's degree in South Korea as a cardiologist in Chungnam National University. And uh, this time actually uh, was the most important uh, decision-making time, I would say, being medical educator, because my professor, my supervisor in Chungnam National University inspired me so to teach medical students. And after that, I thought, if I will be a doctor, maybe I can help uh, hundreds of people, patients. But if I will be a medical educator by teaching students, I can help maybe hundreds times more people. So it was an inspirational moment for me. And uh, after that, I decided to be a medical educator. At the same time, now I work in the hospital also as a cardiologist. That's great. That's very relatable. I was in medical school at Johns Hopkins and then started osmosis for the same exact reason. You're able to help many, many more people. Yes. And how about your colleague's story? I know you'll have to translate, but we'd love to hear her story as well. Uh, of course, uh, being a doctor is good, but uh, I think personally for me, it's more interesting uh, being a scientist and teach young students. And also I would like to build our own uh, scientific school in Samarkand State Medical University. Wonderful. For the people who are not as familiar with Samarkand State Medical University, it's a prestigious institution in Uzbekistan. It's very highly regarded. Can you give us a bit more information on how many students you have, a little more history of the program, uh, and how it's growing? I hear that there's a lot of international expansion beyond Uzbekistan. Let me answer to your question, uh, because uh, at the same time, I work uh, as a deputy dean of International Medical Education Faculty. Currently, in Samarkand State Medical University, by the way, we became university by a special uh, decree of the president. Just it was announced two or three days ago in April 1st. We are now Samarkand State Medical University. And on the base of our university, now planning to be open at six scientific centers. And also in our university, now more than 8,000 students. It includes bachelor degree students and also graduate students. 
And with regard to foreign students, we are now uh, on the way of expansion of uh, the faculty, International Medical Education. Currently, we have 456 students who study an MBBS faculty. They are mostly from Pakistan and India. And another direction in this faculty, it is a second degree. So we also teach foreign students, educate foreign students, the second degree. So after bachelor degree, they uh, can study in our university and second degree. It is general medicine faculty. So in this faculty now, uh, 48 students, they are mostly from South Korea. And also we have uh, joint educational programs with uh, different countries, including Belarus, Russia, and Poland. So overall, in the Faculty of International Medical Education, study more than uh, 650 students. If I speak about the history, uh, Samarkand State Medical University, one of the ancient university, I would say in Central Asia, overall, not in Uzbekistan, in Central Asia. It was founded in 1930. On that time, it was single medical educational establishment in full Central Asia. And starting from 1930 until now, our university is developing uh, its education and also practical fields and now uh, trying to be a leading university in Uzbekistan. And I, as a student, a graduate of this university, and as a student who studied and abroad, also helping to make uh, education quality in this university better. That's extremely helpful. Thank you for that overview. And it's impressive how you've grown since starting uh, almost 100 years ago, 1930. Yes. Speaking of making education better. Uh, you know, you have a very interesting background. You trained in South Korea, in Uzbekistan. I'd love to hear some of the innovations and changes you've made to your medical education. For our audience, the way we got in touch with Samarkand State Medical University is uh, through Elsevier. Yes. As you know, Osmosis just joined Elsevier. And I believe earlier this year, you signed a major deal to provide access to textbooks and other digital resources from Elsevier to your students. What other innovations uh, are you doing to improve medical education for your students? Okay. Hazırda deyaptı. Üniversitede düşünürlük bir gelen şey rahmat deyaptı. Sıkaca. İndi hazır tarım sıfatını yanında yaşlılar için. Sıfat kanaka innovasyalardı. Kanaka yangiliklerde kırık yaşlılar üniversitelerin şartlı tanıştırın bir oru sahneyde. Okay. We discuss it. So I explain the question. Well, about the innovations, yeah, I think I found the best position for me in this university, uh, working as a leading specialist in this uh, scientific department. With my boss and with the rector of our university, we are planning to implement some changes, reforms to our education system starting this year. Actually, in the beginning of this year, the special degree of Uzbekistan adopted by the government of Uzbekistan and our university has been announced as an independent university. Before it was state university, but what's changed now, we became independent by finance and academic aspects. So now it's uh, right time 
to make plans for innovations and future reforms. And uh, according to the business plan, uh, business plan of our university, we are starting next year developing our model system. Actually, I think it is uh, the main reason why we are now discussing and why we are talking. We want uh, to enrich our model system. It's educational system of our university, website of our university. We want to enrich the system with foreign resources. Actually, why I emphasize it when I was explaining our university, I emphasize it on international uh, medical education faculty because we are expanding this faculty with a lot of number of students and uh, foreign students' interests are rising to study in our university. For this reason, we wish firstly to enrich our Moodle system. Uh, it is a remote uh, educational uh, portal of our university. And also most of uh, our international students they wish to work in U.S. and other English-speaking countries because education in, uh, in our university is in English and foreign faculties. So for this reason, they want uh, to be able to pass UCLA examinations, for example, or Australian medical license examination or Canadian, discussing uh, how to unleash our students' uh, dream, we decided it would be very beneficial integration with foreign resources and for example, Elsevier. And clinical case student was in our opinion, the best resource for the integration. On top of that, clinical case student has a tool which provides integration with our model system. Uh, we also, to be honest, reviewed some other resources like Board and Beyond and Emboss and others. Unfortunately, one drawback of these systems, they don't have a tool to integrate with the model system. So it is our first plan and first direction. It is, uh, of course, developing our uh, model system. And secondly, we are also planning to build new library for our students and uh, unfortunately right now we don't have uh, enough number of books in foreign languages so it is our second plan of course uh, there are some other plans uh, like a digitalization <laughs> of our university we are purchasing uh, necessary equipment computers and so on so I think the first year may be difficult being financial independence, but uh, starting from next year, we hope uh, everything will be good, especially if foreign partners like you uh, will support us. Wonderful. Yeah, that, that's great that you're investing so much in changing and updating and digitizing your education for your students. I'm curious, you know, we started investing in medical education largely because there's been a shortage of clinicians around the world. You know, can you talk to us a bit about before the pandemic, what was the state of healthcare in Uzbekistan like? Was there, are there large physician and nurse shortages there? Can you describe a bit more about like the healthcare system in Uzbekistan and then how that's changed because of the pandemic? 
Of course, uh, Samarkand State uh, Medical University is uh, one of the leading healthcare establishments uh, in Uzbekistan. And it was uh, before the pandemic also, but pandemic has increased significance of uh, medical educational establishments in Uzbekistan. Uh, I think it is the same in all countries of the world. COVID-19 pandemic proved how uh, healthcare professionals are essential to our life. And in Uzbekistan also, uh, our government and including the president of Uzbekistan, uh, our current president is Shavkat Mirziyoyev. He, with the government and with healthcare officials during the pandemic, conducted and adopted necessary laws which increase quota for medical institutions, especially for those faculties in which was shortage of the specialists. For example, our university increased quota for the students who study in infectious diseases. And also the average salary of healthcare professionals, doctors also has been increased before. And this year it's also planning to be increased because whole world, including Uzbekistan, also have seen how this profession, doctors, are important to provide healthy lifestyle in Uzbekistan. Another change, I would say, it is improving financial supply or financial aspects of the hospitals. In this regard, I cannot say exact numbers, but uh, there was a significant increase. And the latest, as I mentioned uh, before, on base of our university, founding six scientific centers. So government and uh, our university also paying more attention to scientific researchers. It is one of the, our uh, weakest points, unfortunately. However, our university is uh, trying to improve scientific aspect also. That's very helpful. Thank you for that comprehensive overview. And it's great to hear that you have the government support in terms of both increasing the number of enrollments, the quota in the, in the school, but also the salary of providers so that more people you know, stay in the profession for longer and decide to go into it. Yes. Um, and as well, the research uh, focus your university has. My last question for you is, is there anything else you'd like our audience to know, you know, a global medical education uh, audience to know about yourself or Samarkand State Medical University or Uzbekistan in general? On behalf of Samarkand State Medical um, University, we are very grateful for the Elsevier and for you, Osmosis and clinical case students. All actually, all this medical educational platforms has really helped uh, during the trial period of subscription. And our students, and uh, especially our professors and the faculty members, really impressed how it is uh, useful. And especially 
interactive tools of clinical case student, which provides interaction between the students and professors. And also, actually, uh, our, between our university and LZVR, there is a long history of cooperation and our university really hope this cooperation will develop and improve and next year and future also. And we really hope that Elsevier will continue support our university, especially uh, when we are putting our first steps as being independent uh, educational establishment in Uzbekistan. And I would like to note and to say to the people who are listening to our podcast that in Central Asia, in Uzbekistan, there is a university, Samarkand, an ancient country, Samarkand. And we are also trying to cooperate. And also we are on the way of collaboration of the worldwide and the leading university of the US and European countries. And if you cooperate with us, we are always ready to work with you and uh, we are ready, whatever we can do. That's wonderful. And um, I know our colleagues at Elsevier are very excited about this collaboration and partnership. We appreciate the opportunity to work with you all and help improve both medical training in Uzbekistan as well as the, the healthcare system overall. So uh, thank you for taking the time. I really appreciate both of you hopping on. Thank you. Uh, and with that, I'd like to thank our audience for listening to this podcast and to remind them that this is a global issue of health education and overcoming the COVID pandemic. And together we can raise the line. For more information on how you can help raise the line and flatten the curve, go to osmosis.org slash COVID-19. If you like this podcast, please share it on your social channels. You can also subscribe to the series and check out all of our podcasts at osmosis.org slash raise the line podcast.